Hi everyone, this is Vicki and Chuck. I'll be playing one of Chuck's songs a little bit lighter. I have a few things to share with you today that uh, Father's put on my heart and oh, I want to say thank you for being here. Oh, and I better tell you this, I did get a message from someone the other day that uh, she had been unsubscribed and didn't even know it from Chuck's channel. So if you've subscribed to the channel in the past, you might want to check to make sure your subscription is still active because YouTube just drops you off. And um, we want you guys to be able to get notification that we're posting messages and music and things. And thank you so much to those of you who have subscribed and thank you to those of you who are flying under the radar but you're still here and also if you're someone who's searching right now and you've just kind of come across this come across this uh, video i hope you'll stick around we want you to stick around if you've been trying to figure out what on earth is this life even for then please stick around you guys, there's a bunch of information in the description box. I hope you'll check it out um, if you want to get in touch with us for any reason. And there are a lot of things going on. We hope you'll check that out and and reach out to us if you want. If you want prayer, you want to join the prayer team, you want the newsletter, you want uh, to connect with other believers, you want to join the Zoom meeting, you want to find Chuck's music channel, you want to help us financially. The, any, Whatever you may be, if you have questions, you want to contact us, just please check that out. It's in the, all in the description box. Okay. This is another one of those times Father said, just talk. And um, so that's what I'm going to do. And let's pray before we start, okay? Father, you know that I've asked you already to fill my mouth with the abundance, the fullness of your words. And I thank you and praise you. I believe you for that. Thank you for everyone who's come, for all of those who are listening and for all of those who'll share this with others. May we really hear your voice this day. And, and I pray, Father, that lives will be not just touched, but that understanding will be changed and people will begin to move in a, a deeper awareness of who they are and who you are and why they're even here. We bless your name, Father. Be glorified in every way. In every way, we ask you to be glorified in us. And we thank you and praise you for these things in the name of our Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, the Word of God. Amen. Oh, you guys, these last few days. Father's been talking to me about abundance. And um, earlier, he started talking to me about glory. So we're going to definitely be touching on those things. I don't... I don't know if there's anyone listening who has wondered what their purpose of is for being on this earth, why God put them here. Let me just start with this. Sometimes we try to we try to figure things out because we're trying to do those things in our own understanding and and we don't realize that our understanding really our understanding really doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, our wisdom, God's laughs at the wisdom of men. It's foolishness to God. 
His ways are higher than ours. His thoughts are greater than ours. And he says it's his glory to hide a matter and it's the honor of kings to search a matter out. So today I hope that as we go through this time together, something that was not really so hidden but was kind of in plain sight but maybe was hidden to our understanding for the time being because we've been looking at the wrong things is being is being revealed you know a lot of times we think that the reason that we're here is because we have some great work we're supposed to do and we're trying to find out what are our gifts and what are our talents and what did God put me here for what am I supposed to do and and for many of you this will be very simple you already know the answers to these questions but for those who still wonder here's the big revelation God created you for his glory. He created you for his glory. He sent his son, who was born of a virgin, lived a perfect, sinless life, hung on a tree, died, and rose from the grave and is seated at the right hand of the Father for you, for his glory. He put you on this earth for his glory. He sent his spirit to be with you if you would be with him for his glory. Everything he says and does in and through you is for his glory. Every trial you go through is for his glory. Every temptation you endure is for his glory. What the enemy means for evil, God will use for good. And it's all for his glory. The gifts you have, he gave you for his glory. The talents you have, he gave you for his glory. The people he has in your life to try you, to try your patience, for you to love, for you to learn from, for you to teach, for you to laugh with and cry with. All of these things are for his glory. I'm sure by now you see a pattern here. <laughs> the thing that's dangerous is that sometimes people will think, well, I have a special job to do and I have, you know, I have all these gifts and talents. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with them.
there's a scripture that I've referred to so many times and I'm going to use it again. It's a very simple, simple scripture. And it applies just about to everything. It's in Proverbs chapter 3. Starts at verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct your paths. Every day, get up. Praise God for creating you for his glory. Thank him for the day he's given you. He's done it for his glory. Thank you for everything he's put in you because he's put it there for his glory. Thank him for every circumstance you're going to encounter that day. Because in those circumstances, you have the opportunity to let God's glory shine through you by the way you react. You know, sometimes it's so hard to say the things I have to say because I can look at my own life and see how I have failed time and time and time again. But I also know that I am a watchman on the wall. And that my responsibility to my father, in part, is to warn his people, to alert his people, to teach his people their Anyway, the enemy has come and stolen from many of God's people the understanding that we have been created for Father's glory. And if we will simply trust him, not depend on our own understanding, our understanding is, it's futility. It's just, it's a... God's ways are higher. God's thoughts are higher. They're greater. The wisdom of man is foolishness to God. If we will just trust him, if we really will trust him, then we will follow his son. We will live the kind of life all I've got to do is get in scripture. People say, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm supposed to live. I don't know. Go look at, go look at the Messiah. Look at how he lived. He was here for God's glory. He even said, the words that I speak, they're not my own, but my father's who sent me. And when he, when he was getting ready to leave, he said, I'll send another comforter. And the comforter won't even speak his own words, but what I say. So all through scripture, he's showing us he created us for his glory. He equips us for his glory. He leads us for his glory. He sends trials for his glory. He puts people in our lives for his glory. The question is, what's our response to those things? Last few days, he's been 
talking to me about abundance. I'm not talking about earthly abundance where you have lots of stuff and you get lots of stuff and you get lots of money and you get lots of things and lots of cars and lots of whatever it is where you are that people would call it abundance, lots of worldly things. I'm not talking about that kind of abundance or you get if you're all about education, you get lots of degrees and you get lots of accolades. You get, uh, if you're all about control, you get lots of power. If you just, you know, look guys, there's lots of, there's lots of earthly so-called abundance. Oh, thank you. He just reminded me of a dream he gave me years ago, many years ago. I've shared the first part of the dream before about the, all of the women that were waiting in the, uh, in the, in the side room of a, like a mansion or a castle. I don't know what it was, but they were kind of on the outside. And I understand that to be, I really do understand that to be, um, people take it different ways. I'm going to say both terms because to me, it's the same thing. The bride of Christ, the remnant, the bride of Christ. And um, I've referenced that dream before. I don't want to go into that part of the dream. I want to share the second part, which I said I would share at a later time. And the Lord just reminded me of it. It's perfect for this. <laughs> In the second part of the dream, I was standing and looking. I was standing at the top of a hill and I was looking out across this really beautiful grassy area. And there was a um, an old fashioned covered wagon down at the bottom of the hill. And I went down to the uh, wagon, although the the cover was off of it and it was just open and standing around the back side of it were all of these pilgrims, people dressed in early American uh, pilgrim clothes. And they were very humble people, very plain people. And on the back, not sure what you call that, but on the back of the wagon, it was it was like a feast laid out there was all of this food and the food was enormous like if it had been grapes they would have been gigantic i don't remember what all the food was i just remember looking at this really wonderful healthy fresh food on the back of this uh i think there was a turkey too i'm not sure can't remember for sure now all of the details because i i was pretty much overwhelmed with the tremendous bounty that was on the back of that wagon. But the thing was, the people that were standing around the wagon, the pilgrims, here's what Father told me in the dream, they were rich. They were really rich, but they didn't know it. They thought they were very poor. And I looked at that food and I, th I thought, are you kidding me? Look at this. You guys are rich. It isn't the, the food that was edible that that represented. That food in that dream represented things like the richness of the spirit, the relationship, all of the, the bounty of God's love poured out in us and through us and had nothing to do with actual food that you would eat. Just, you know, it, it even reminds me of the scripture where he talks about the fruits of the spirit and they're just, 
but they thought they were very poor. So it isn't the things of the world. It's not that abundance that matters. The abundance is in our walk with him every day. Messiah said, I came so that you would have a life and have it more abundantly. In the middle of your trials and mine, not pointing fingers, you guys, in the middle of our trials, everything we go through, God has poured abundance into everything we go through because it's in the trials that we grow. We learn to appreciate the blessings even more. If you're in a trial about your health, and boy, can I relate to this because I was so sick at the beginning of this year and my hair is just really now coming in. But going through that sickness just made me cherish all the more the abundance of the relationship I have with my Savior. Sorry, that's my computer letting me know notification. Um, so in the trials we grow, we learn to appreciate the blessings more, and we draw closer to Father. So there's tremendous abundance in that. We need to see the abundance of blessing in the trials. There's abundance of everything we need from him as we persevere, as we endure those trials. There is an increase in strength in us because of the abundance of his mercy, his grace that allows us to be walk, able to walk through things. There's an abundance of his love. There is an abundance in dying to self. Our discernment increases. Our awareness of demonic activity, our awareness of the false increases. And it is the abundance of his spirit present with us that teaches us and shows these things to us. We can see our own stuff more clearly. And that is because of the abundance, the abundant life that as we, as we continue in our relationship with him is poured out more and more greater abundance all of the time. I think about Job and the trials he went through and <clears throat> excuse me and how there were people that you know came and they were saying you need to just repent you have sinned and that's why you're going through this and I think about how he lost everything and how then after he endured after all of those things happened because the abundance of God's love and mercy and protection over him, of God's grace in his life to be able to continue to endure, even though Job had his own decisions to make about whether or not he would accept or reject Christ. I think about how, after it was all over, the abundance of blessing that Father poured out in his life. Job made a covenant with his eyes that he would never look on a, a young woman to lust after her. How many of us have done the same thing? Or we, we've made a covenant with our eyes that we would not look on the unclean. It's really hard to do nowadays when you see men and women walking around pretty much mostly naked and more than happy to show you all their stuff. Do we make a covenant with our eyes? 
because in the abundance of his love and mercy and grace for us, Father gives us the ability to be able to do everything we need to do. Everything we need to do to remember that we were created for his glory. Every trial that we're going through to remember that we were created for his glory. The enemy tells us we need to have the very best life we can have right now, which is so contrary to scripture. The enemy says, God wants you to have abundant life, so he wants you to have all kinds of stuff, and he wants you to have lots of money, and he wants you to be highly successful. And the Lord reminds me again of the dream. It was God's abundance on the back of that wagon with those pilgrims. It was his provision, his, his love and his provision in every way. Worldly things are not necessary. This world is not our home, but we oftentimes act like it is. When the world is telling us, and our own flesh is in complete agreement with it, that we just need to be comfortable and cozy and happy and it's all about us. And we place ourselves at the center of the universe and think that God didn't create us for our glory. He created us for us to have abundant life. And our definition of abundant life is that no hard things need to happen. And that if they do, then God wants to just get us out of that real quick and we shouldn't have to suffer and all of that. And I, I know I've said this to you guys before, I'm gonna say it again because the scripture that talks about how our Savior said the servant's not greater than his master. And he said, if they've done it to me, they're going to do it to you. How much more will they do it to those who follow me? When we can see the abundant life that God has for us in every circumstance, then we really are living an abundant life because we realize the things we're going through are to teach us and to grow us so that we glorify him by the way we choose to live, by the way we choose to respond. And instead of feeling like, uh, you know, having that poor me, feeling sorry for ourselves because we're having to go through things, or we're looking in God and saying, where are you? Why aren't you in this? Or any of a host of other responses we can have, we will instead be looking at him and saying, you're doing a work in me. You are purifying me. You are cleansing me. You are making me a vessel that is fit for your kingdom because you made me for your glory. That takes away all of the questions. Why am I here? Why is this happening? What's going on? Where is God? God is right there looking at us. Remember the scripture in Philippians? I just quoted it the other day again, where he says, the Lord is at hand. The Lord is at hand. Not far away. He's not out there somewhere and just every once in a while glances over and sees you and goes, oh, oh yeah, I see you down there. I forgot about you. No, 
the Lord is at hand. In every circumstance, the Lord is at hand. In every trial, the Lord is at hand. In every blessing, the Lord is at hand. In every question, for every answer, in every need, the Lord is at hand. If we can really get that, you guys, and walk every day with the awareness, not in pride, but in humility, knowing he didn't have to create us. He didn't have to die for us. He doesn't have to walk with us every day. He doesn't have to be long-suffering. But if we can really get that, then it takes away all of the questions. What's my purpose? There's one answer. My purpose is to glorify God. Well, how do I do that in this situation? Go ask him. He's going to let you know. Don't say he doesn't talk to you. If you belong to him, he does talk to you. If you can't hear him, examine your life. See if you're giving him room and time to talk to you. Or if there's always some other kind of noise going on in your head or in your ears that you can't hear him. Because he will not yell to talk to you. He doesn't have to yell. He is the Lord God Almighty. He can speak as softly as he wants to. He's trying to teach us how to listen. I've said this many times, God's already had rebellion in his kingdom. He will not have it again. So he made us for his glory he sent his son to die for us and, and be risen from the dead to pay for our sins, and he did it for his glory. He walks beside us every day. The Lord is at hand for his glory. He makes our paths straight. Proverbs 3, 5, 6. I might have said it a minute ago. I think I did. Saying it again. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways. He will direct your paths. All of the things that we go through, all of the things that he allows, even the things he allows the enemy to come against us with, he has every intention of using all of those things for his glory. What the enemy means for evil, God will use for good. So this is a day, this is absolutely a day where we stop, if we will choose to stop trying to satisfy our own flesh, trying to, trying to see what, you know, that great thing is that we have to do, that great purpose that we have been put here for, and we realize it's not about us at all, not even a little bit. It's about him. Everything is a love issue. Will we glorify him on purpose? Will we magnify his name in the earth? Or will we continue to seek our own pleasure and our own will? You guys, these questions, 
they're not just for you they're for me they're for all of the body of Christ because every day it's a choice every circumstance it's a choice well I know I'm gonna get off here and think oh goodness I wish I would have said this or that but for now I'm gonna leave it here I feel like I need to I need to stop here I'm gonna play one of Chuck's songs and I I want to pray with you before we go and to invite you to please check out the information in the box below and to uh, subscribe to Chuck's music channel and pray for him he's been really busy and getting to the music has been difficult with all of the other things he has to do so please keep him in prayer father thank you so much for everyone who's come thank you for everything you're doing you are the almighty creator the holy one you are rich 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 in mercy and grace you are rich in provision you are rich in every good and perfect gift and you are rich beyond our comprehension in your love for us help us have new eyes to see and new ears to hear help us tear down the things that we have believed and turn to you fully and see you for who you are the Creator and to see ourselves for who we are your creation created for your glory have your way thank you father for all of these things we pray over every single brother and sister in Christ we pray over all of the ones who are seeking trying to find truth you are the way the truth and the life may they find you and may you have your way in all things is our prayer in the name of our Savior the Word of God faithful and true the Christ himself Yeshua Jesus the Holy One of Israel amen okay guys it's a little bit of music for you